So check this out. Bright Hire just launched this amazing AI sidekick called Bright Hire Plan. It's like having your very own AI assistant that can build full interview plans in just minutes. Imagine going from a job title to a thoughtfully crafted, inclusive job description and a full structured interview plan in minutes. No, not hours anymore. It's a game changer for recruiters and hiring managers. I know I'm usually the one to hate on new tech, but honestly, this sounds incredible. This is AI used right for better quality and more efficiency. It's like the holy grail of recruiting. Dozens of companies from high growth startups to multi-billion dollar enterprises are already using Bright Hire Plan to save tons of money, time, and raise the quality of their hiring. And here's the best part. You can give Bright Hire Plan a spin for free. That's right, for free for 30 days. Just head over to brighthire.com to get started. That's brighthire.com to get started. Cheeseman out. Like Shark Tank? Then you'll love Firing Squad. Chad Soash and Joel Cheeseman are here to put the recruiting industry's bravest, ballsiest, and baddest startups through the gauntlet to see if they've got what it takes to make it out alive. Dig a foxhole and duck for cover, kids. The Chad and Cheese podcast is taking it to a whole other level. Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? It's time for another Firing Squad. It's your favorite podcast, the Chad and Cheese podcast. This is your co-host, Joel Cheeseman, joined as always by Chad Sowash. And today, our latest victim is RecruitCRM.io. We welcome Sean Mallerperker. I said that wrong, I'm sure. No, you, you did it right. CEO of the company, Sean, welcome to Firing Squad. Give us the correct pronunciation. And I'm just going to call you Sean for the rest of the show. So it doesn't Yeah, so, so, so my, my, my real given name is Sean Ak Malapurkar. Damn. So. That's fancy. That is pretty fancy. That's pretty fancy. It's uh, much more fancy than Joel Cheeseman or Chad Sowash. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, excellent. Well, Sean, give us a little background about you. Who is Sean? You like long walks on the beach? You like uh, what, what, do you, what do you do? Give us some background. Indiana grad. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go back pretty early. I was I was born in uh, Mumbai in India. Dad Dad was in the Indian Army in, in the anti terrorist squad. So growing up, we we lived pretty close to the border a lot. Moved, switched ten schools. Throughout high school, I did robotics in in like ninth and tenth grade. Was on the Indian national robotic robot Olympics team uh, because we were national champions. Oh, nice! Played a lot of squash. I was on the under seventeen and under nineteen Asia Squash Federation ranking list. Is robotics pretty popular with the ladies? That's what I want. No, <laughs> no, fuck no, fuck no. Yeah, no. He went from robotics to HR and talent acquisition and staffing, right? Yeah. Smart so move. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not- so HR was always in our life. So growing up, from the time I was five till I was a teenager, uh, Dad was the India country manager for a con- company called Randstad. Uh, mm-hmm. Heard of them? Yes. Yeah. Little company. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Cool. And then, then he ran India, the India business for a payroll company called ADP. And then that's sort of how we got into the ATS business. So I and my dad co-founded Recruit CRM five years ago. And that was his bribe to get me back to India. And you're an Indiana (laughs) slash Stanford grad. Uh, No, that that was a summer program in high school. So you're an Indiana grad. Yes, an Indiana grad. Okay. Well, we like that. We like that. Chad, tell him what he's won by being on Firing Squad today. (laughs) Well, Sean... You will have two minutes to pitch 
RecruitCRM.io. At the end of two minutes, you will hear that bell. And then Joel and I will hit you with rapid fire Q&A. If your answers are droning and you're getting boring, Joel's going to hit you with the crickets, which means tighten up your damn Move game. Move along. Move At along. At the end of Q&A, you will receive one of these three ratings from Joel and myself. Big applause. I'm feeling a little horny. That's right. We might have a unicorn in the making. <laughs> Golf clap. It's cute like a miniature horse and going to need a lot of changes to be able to gallop with the unicorns. Last but never least, the firing squad. You certainly won't be joining the unicorn herd with this filly. Call Sarah McLaughlin because this horse needs a new home or just to be put to sleep. Are you ready? Yes, I am. (laughs) All right, Sean, in three, two... So, hey, guys, Recruit CRM is an ATS and CRM system, which is basically an app contracting system and a customer relationship management system for recruitment agencies. Uh, we've been around a little over five years. We serve 800 customers in 78 countries, uh, and we're sort of the highest rated recruitment agency ATS on Gartner, Captera, G2, Software Advice, and every other major software review website out there with over 150 reviews. And this is sort of because... Uh, of our amazing customer service, our average response time is like 73 seconds across like a thousand plus chats that come in every month. And more importantly, uh, our product does everything a recruitment agency needs. The smallest customers we have are small agencies with a couple of folks. The biggest have over 150. Uh, we've sort of just signed up Hayes for their Europe operations. Hayes is one of the largest recruitment firms on the planet. And some of the reasons they pick us is because we're sort of an all-in-one shop. We help you do reporting We help you record calls with candidates and clients and store them on the platform. We help you record your emails, see emails your other colleagues are sending out. Uh, We help you visualize your sales pipeline and recruitment pipelines on Kanban boards. So you can sort of see cards of how candidates are going through different stages or deals are moving through different stages. And then for free, with the click of a button, we help you send those Kanban boards to your clients. So they, without having to pay for anything, can click on a link move candidates across stages in the recruitment process and like give you live feedback. So we're all in one recruitment agency software system, like an operating system for recruitment agencies. We've grown from zero to over $3 million in annual recurring revenue with zero funding, making over a million bucks a year this year in free cash flow. And that's us. That's our story. All right, Sean, you have 800 customers. Yeah. You're making money. Yeah. And your domain is recruitcrm.io. Can you not gather up enough funds to buy the .com? Like, what's going on with that? It's available. We probably we, we probably could. It's just that like all all our SEO credit stuff is built now on the .io <laughs> uh, because when we when we did go to buy it, this was like five bucks, and we just bought it. And the other one was bought <laughs> already owned by somebody else, and we didn't want to waste time like trying to get like a deal on 301 it. redirects we can we can work on that we could do that recruit crm do you think that name sort of hinders your growth into other things do you worry about being pigeonholed by only being a crm uh we we only ever want to be a crm right so lo- long term the strategy is sort of not just to be an ats and crm system but extend within the staffing domain to let people do contract worker management, timesheets, and so on, which is sort of part of Recruit CRM, and then go back and do like building a second product, which would probably be a payroll product or something that plugs in. You're fine being in the box is what you're saying. You're fine being in that box. Got it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Jumping back to that real quick, CRM and ATS are probably the most boring relic terms in this in this industry today. True. We have so many more technologies that are achieving unicorn status, and they're trying to actually separate themselves from being a quote unquote CRM or ATS. Sure. Do you see yourself actually pivoting away and trying to trying to get away from the no. so you you just the boring in relic terms to you yeah. are something that you want to embrace moving forward. He likes the box, Chad. Let me explain this, right? Uh, there's a lot of that unbundling on the non-agency side, right? We work exclusively with recruitment agencies with the ex- exception of a couple of companies like Volkswagen that use us to recruit self-driving car engineers for Lamborghini and Porsche and so on. But mm-hmm. in, in, in general, we work with recruitment agencies and they need a system of record, which is basically one main system that they go to work and spend three hours a day on. Our average user spends three hours a day on Recruit CRM. So we're not like one of their tools in their toolkit. We're the main like mothership. And then everything else like sort of plugs into us through APIs or Zapier. Right. So you're the core platform, the the, the system of record. Yeah. So tr- being, being the boring piece, everybody needs boring is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So give me some, some ideas. How many employees do you guys have? Uh, we have 53 today. Uh, we will be hiring 42 over the next three months. Nice. Where, where are they all located? Are they across the globe? Are they remote? Are they in a single location? Where are we at? No, they're all remote. They're all remote. But right now they're all remote just across India because of the cost advantage here. Uh, but off the 42, 43 hires we're making in the next three months, we're making a bunch in Latin America because we have a lot of customers there and we need, we need uh, you know, Span- native Spanish and Portuguese speaking folks mm-hmm. and also folks that uh, that don't have to work a lot. Like in India, we have folks that work night shifts to cover our North America and Latin America customer base. So now we want people that just work their regular days in Argentina and just serve that market. Uh, okay. So taking a look at 2021 growth, it looked like you had growth in many different countries. So are you currently seeing that it's an obstacle trying to, to, to run everything right now out of India, which is why you need to expand or give me some idea over the last couple of years. Sure, 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 sure. So uh, over the last two years, we've grown about like 900-ish percent. So like if we we're at like 3.2, 3.3 million now, we were at like 300 grand 24 months ago. Uh, and in the last two, we've always been global. So like less than 1% of our revenue comes from India. So our first customer was in the UK. These are all people that have found us online. It's all inbound. Uh, and, and some generated through demand gen, through ads and stuff, but it's all inbound. We haven't really gone out and like called people and asked them to buy our stuff. Uh, the reason we're going international into hiring folks is more for finding native Spanish, French, and German speakers, because some of our clients use our system because our system is available in three languages, but we don't have humans that can do onboarding and training and sales in three languages or four languages. So we're able to manage everything from India just fine because on the support side, we have people working 24 hours across different shifts. Gotcha. I don't have to tell you that this is a crowded space. Uh, obviously, it is. Bullhorn, PC Recruiter, a few sort of well-known, yeah. uh, long-standing companies. When, when you guys get an inbound lead, because you just said you don't do any sales and marketing, yeah. uh, unless I heard that incorrectly, we can cover that in a second. But yes. so when you get an inbound call, what is the answer to how are you guys different? We're using Bullhorn now. We're looking at changing. What can you guys do that they can't? What is that differentiator? About 25% of those 800 customers have moved to us from Bullhorn. 
I have three bullhorn data migrations going on this week. Uh, so we, uh, so at, at a very high level, right? Mm-hmm. If you try to raise a support ticket, even like just support, right? Uh, if you write, try to raise a support ticket on bullhorn, you're going to have to try to find where that where that place is, where where you need help from. Versus if you guys go to my website right now and go to the chatbot and ask a question, you'll get a response mm-hmm. within the next two minutes. And that people give a shit about that. People give a shit about like you know, especially two person agencies, if they're like, Hey, how do I parse the candidate? They want a human or something to help them immediately. So I think that is a big differentiator speed. Okay. little white glove service. A little uh, that's bit one. The guys. second thing is our product doesn't look like windows 95. <laughs> <laughs> what's the matter? What's the matter with windows 95, AKA bullhorn. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, okay. it's ugly as shit, which is, which is why bullhorn has tried to buy us a couple of times, just so you know. So we've had, uh, okay. we've had the, the PE fund that owns them like <laughs> inside partners reach out to us and ask us if we'd like to be part of a larger platform in, in their language. That's what they call buying companies being part mm-hmm. of larger platforms. And we were not interested. So, uh, so service, your site looks better. There's got to be more than that. There's got to be more than that. No, it, it's literally that. Is it pricing? Is it we? Dude, look at the pricing. The, the, the pricing The pricing is cheap, though. You take a look at it. I'm not saying that's bad, but I mean, to be able to gain market share off of Bullhorn, Bullhorn is, is a more costly product than yours is. That's got to be a different. Yeah, Bullhorn's 25% more expensive. Yeah. So that, that probably does make a difference to a lot of folks. Uh and then another another thing that people really get frustrated about is like it's 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 very clunky, right? Because because like because it's old, it's harder to navigate. It's harder to do trainings on. So we we literally have like three training webinars running every day on three for three different time zones. It's like a TV show, so you can like literally click into a chatbot and say register for a webinar. And live, you're on a Zoom call with somebody from our team who'll help you like customize your yeah. system, not just tell you where which button is, but also help you set up automations and workflows for free. So you guys haven't raised any money. No. You've been around since 2017. Yeah. Um, are you looking to raise money at some point? Are you quite happy with the road that you're on? No, no interest whatsoever. No. And it looks like you have, is your co-founder your dad or someone? Yes. AJ? Correct. What's the relationship there? In, in terms of how... Is he funding it? Are you... <laughs> no, he, he like, wrote the initial $100,000, but we didn't need money after that. So we're just making money now. That's impressive. Okay. The go to market on that then. $100,000 to be able to start uh, an ATS slash CRM, any type of technology whatsoever. Yeah. It's not it's not a lot of cash, which is, which is awesome and good for you. You've bootstrapped it and you're not looking to take money. Oh, yeah. So when you take a look at, when you take a look at all of the other platforms that are out there, whether they're yeah. Bullhorn or direct competitors or not, sure. there's a lot of noise because of all the funding that's happening. And that is pretty much fueling the rocket ships sure. uh, to be able to blast off. How do you see, from a go-to-market standpoint, overtaking a behemoth like bullhorn sure sure so so you need to understand like like how we built this right so we didn't we didn't like go out and like build out a super expensive team to get started so i i was sort of the product manager myself dad had a bunch of domain expertise and we went to india and we went to tier two tier three colleges and basically hired folks fresh out of college like back then at like five years ago when we just started out at like people literally making like four five six hundred dollars a month 
right, as, as software developers. And, and, and they weren't great back then. Some of them were let go or moved on. And then we, we have a couple remaining who have become great developers over time. And their comps also gone up like 10x. Uh, but we were basically able to like build out a four or five person engineering team spending like four or five thousand bucks a month. And 10 months in, by the time we'd spent our first 50 grand, we had our first dollar of revenue. And six months after that, it was making like eight, nine thousand bucks a month, which was paying the bills. And then as we scaled MRR, which is monthly recurring revenue from there, we just hired more people and just kept going. Uh, the good part was till we got to about two to 50,000 in, in subscriptions, we didn't do any ads or anything of that sort. We just did a little bit of SEO, wrote a couple blog uh, blogs and like, you know, we, we had people come to our website and say they wanted a demo and then we showed them the product and then we told them what the price was, they swiped their card and it worked. What's up guys, I got a question for you. What happens when you bring the power of AI to programmatic advertising. Well, game-changing efficiency, of course. What does that mean to you? Improved conversion rates, reduced cost per application, and ultimately the one metric that we all know truly matters, reduced cost per hire. Sounds pretty good, right? Well, great news. This technology already exists. Introducing HireMaster.ai. HireMaster.ai is a data-driven model that analyzes a wide range of data sources. It considers factors such as candidate demographics, job type, industry, and historical performance data. It continuously monitors and optimizes your job advertising campaigns to adapt to changing market conditions and maximum results. HireMaster AI empowers recruiting teams to work more efficiently and effectively by automating certain tasks and providing valuable data-driven insights. Why not give it a shot today? Learn more and start your trial by visiting HireMaster.ai now. That's H-I-R-E-M-A-S-T-E-R.ai. So are you going to stay on that line of, uh, of marketing and focusing on SEO, not doing a lot of events? Now we don't just do that. Uh, we, we're spending about $80,000 a month on LinkedIn and Google search ads now. Okay. That's not that's not super little anymore, but that's from cash flows. It's not. This isn't money some investor gave us. This is money our customers have given us over the past few years. Gotcha. Uh, but the thing is, the CAC on that is like super super good because like we spend eighty. If we if I spend like say ninety grand or, or ninety five grand on sales and marketing this month, that'll generate close to three hundred thousand dollars in net new ARR, off which about thirty percent is annual subscriptions anyway. So I just make my money back in like six weeks. You are the mothership for a lot of companies and you, you have a ton of features. I just want to dig in a little bit to each one and, and get sort of your take on what you, sure. on what you do. So sourcing, yeah. you provide sourcing. Is that sort of a seek out competitor or hire easy? I mean, no, we don't, we don't, we don't compete with platforms like hire easy or seek out. Okay. We do have like a Chrome extension where if you go on LinkedIn or if you're in Germany, you go on sing.com or, mm -hmm. you know, indeed or something, you can go to a candidate or a potential client and click on the extension Okay. and it'll scan that profile and tell you if you, if that person's already in your database or not, or, and if, if they are in your database, you can add notes and stuff like that. But we also, through Zapier, we integrate with tools like, uh, with, with Lucia and a bunch of other data enrichment slash sourcing tools, mm -hmm. like one of higher easy's competitors, which is SourceVail. They've sort of built a native integration with us. Okay. So like if someone, if someone comes to us and they're like, Hey, I want a hardcore sourcing tool. We like push them to that tool, gotcha. which integrates with us natively. 
So resume parsing, mm-hmm. do you guys do that yourself? Are you partner with like a text kernel? Well, we, we do it ourselves, but we do also have some customers who bought like Daxtra and Daxtra is built in integration with us. Gotcha. And you have a, a pretty deep integration in terms of email, Yes, but I didn't see anything around SMS or messaging. Is that something that you guys are going to stay away from? No, we already have it. So tell me about that. Uh, it's powered by Twilio. So we basically use Twilio's APIs to power phone calling, recording, and text messaging. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, as, as being a, a platform, um, I didn't see a marketplace. Maybe there is. I didn't see the SMS either. Are you guys looking to be a marketplace and have people build onto your platform? Are there any plans? Uh, not, not yet. Uh, not yet. Uh, but because right now the goal is sort of pretty like boxed out. We're growing 200% year over year, just serving permanent recruitment and contract recruitment firms. Mm-hmm. We want to start focusing more on the middle and back office piece, which is helping them manage timesheets, timesheet approvals from clients, uh, you know, actual yep. payroll calculations, which you know people have to do out if they have a thousand contractors, if it's a contract staffing firm. So what kind of timeline are we looking at to be able to do some of those things like a year or six months? No, no, six months. So we, we've, uh, we, we've already started talking to some of our customers okay. who use us just for the ATS bit, but also have a contracting business and want to move that to us as well. Cause they're doing that on Excel now. Um, and so we're, we're talking to them, but probably, and that's what a lot of this engineering, the 40 people we're hiring, most of them are engineers. Mm-hmm. We're going to start building in Q3 and beta it in Q4, which is November, December sort of timeframe. And will the marketplace be free? Uh, at this point, we don't even have like a thought on like what the marketplace will be. Uh, so, so right now, uh, I, I, I don't have an answer for that. Gotcha. So a couple of other pieces of core tech, uh, you say that you have a background screening. Is that uh, through partnership or is that something that you guys actually do? That would be through Zapier. So if you, uh, and, and we don't, I don't think we, 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 right anywhere that we do background screening ourselves. It's on the website that says you have background screening, but yes, go ahead and continue. If you you want to do background screening or verification, you would basically find Mm. uh, either using our API or an existing like background verification tool, like checker or something, and you'd plug it in using Zapier. So that whenever a candidate moves to a specific stage, Mm -hmm. you would trigger an API call because there's different background verification tools in different regions, right? Uh So in Germany, it's not the same tool as, say, in the United States. Right. Same thing with interview scheduling? Yeah, you could do that within Recruit CRM because we integrate with your calendar. Okay. So that's more of a a Google's... Yeah, Google and Outlook. Gmail calendar. Gotcha. Okay. So let's talk about retention. You talk about growth, 200% growth. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about what what does retention look like uh, for the last for the last year? Sure. Uh, net revenue retention is 119% after 13 months or 12 months of buying. Okay. So you have a 19% increase in wallet share. Correct. On the same cohort of customers. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what about what about growth going back to growth, 200% growth? Is that happening on the basic or the or the, the team or the enterprise level? Where are you seeing the most growth? Yeah. So we see the most growth in terms of new sales. About 70, 75% of new sales are on the team plan. But all a lot of the expansion is basically people switching from the team to business like three, four, five months mm-hmm. after coming in. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So when you when, when you're targeting new clients, is it is it just as easy as going out 
and doing intel to see who's using bullhorn and then just targeting them or how are you actually how are you targeting new clients yeah we just we just like uh, and again right we just uh on the seo side we just uh have our marketing team writes blogs and and content and like so we have articles on like you know how to build a remote recruitment agency and so on so people can people trying to build and scale recruitment agencies and firms can find us. Right. Uh, but in terms of like paid, we're mostly just doing LinkedIn ads to people that work or own recruitment agencies that have between one to 10 people mm. or people that own or work at recruitment agencies that have between 10 and 50 people. That's, that's mostly all the marketing we do. Uh, and then on Google search, we, we, we bid on certain keywords like recruitment agency software or recruitment headhunting ATS and stuff like that. Okay. So wh- where's your focus? Is it SMB because there, there's a, a shit ton of them? Yes. Or are you really focusing heavily on enterprise? Uh, so the core focus is on SMB, like, cause our average customers, like five users ish, right. With us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like some enterprises just happen to come. So like this, with the same inbound channel, we ended up getting Hayes, right. And Hayes is like a 25,000 recruiters across the world sort of recruitment firm, uh-huh. right? Uh, but but like we didn't like, we didn't go outbound and pitch them, right? They found us and they did a demo. They liked it. They told their boss about it. That his, the boss did a demo. Then the boss called his head of Europe who did a demo and he liked it. So it, it, it's, it's, it's still pretty much, you know, bottoms up versus us targeting accounts and going after them. Okay. Are you guys seeing this as a lifestyle type of organization, lifestyle company? It grows as fast as it grows. And that's how fast it grows. No, we've, we've always had revenue goals and we've hit our revenue targets more or less within a month of like what the target gotcha. t- time frame was. So we're at a little over 3 million now. Uh, we want to be at 10 mil by the end of 2023, which is like 24 months from now. And we want to do this while making 25, 30% free cash flow, which we are making at this point. So it's not like we have to expand margins. We just need to retain margins as we scale. And then we just want to keep rolling that and expand the product across the staffing life cycle to in six, seven, eight years, get to a hundred million, do an IPO, but own 91% when you do an IPO. I love this guy's transparency. So I fucking love it. Dude. I was going to ask it a different way and say, how the hell did you say no to bullhorn? Like, yeah, is the goal and the goal is, is to make this shit an IPO. Yeah. 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 The, the goal is to become a billionaire. Right. And, and you can either, you can, you can either become a billionaire by being a genius like Zuckerberg or Elon and like raising a shitload of money and owning 10%, but building a hundred billion dollar company. Now, I don't, I don't know if I can build a hundred billion dollar company. Maybe I don't know, but like, I know for sure that if I keep doing this shit over the next eight, 10 years, I can go from being a 27 year old to a 37 or 38 year old that has a company and owns 90% of it. And it's worth like a billion two or billion five or something. Very cool. And are you, are you fine sticking in the staffing? Like, are you, are you going to expand to, we we will only do staffing, right? We, we don't ever want to get out of this space. We, we want to, there's enough money in that to to build that kind of company. Uh, Yeah. Because like, think about it. If, if, if you do payroll ADP, which my dad was the CEO of for their India business, ADP has a hundred billion dollar market cap. Yep. So, uh-huh. okay. so if we can do payroll and we do it well and we do it for staffing companies, which sort of manage more than half of the contractors in, in sort of in the US, we, we can build a company worth tens of billions of dollars if you truly become number one. But the goal is, mm-hmm. hey, how can we get into this market and become one of the top sort of three companies in this segment in 10, 12 years? And as long as that can happen, that could be a 
billion to $10 billion outcome. Yep. Hey man, don't, don't lose that confidence, my yeah. man. Don't lose that confidence. Are you ready to face the firing squad? Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chad, get him. All right. Whew, Sean, I got to say that uh, first and foremost, and I'm sure you've seen this, you guys have been able to be, be patient, which is awesome. Yep. But SMB is generally a bitch when it comes to trying to hit those thousand points of light that are actually out there, right? It's, it's, you have to fish with a net. You see the zip recruiters of the world or the indeeds of the world who are trying to eh, somewhat pivot to some extent or grow into the SMB uh, market. Well, they have to spend shit tons of cash to do so. Uh, their shareholders are obviously not as patient as you guys are. So it's great that you have, you have great patience. Um, first off, I got to say, I know you love it. I hate the name because it paints you into a corner, but you know what? Sure. It doesn't fucking matter. If you're actually getting the pointed leads, you're seeing 200% growth year over year last year, 19% wallet share growth in current clients. And to be quite frank, I love the balls and the no bullshit attitude and saying, look, Bullhorn sucks. We're better. We're cheaper. Come take a look at us. I love that. And I believe we don't have enough of that in our industry, which is one of the reasons why you're getting a fucking big applause for me. Yeah, awesome. And, and, and about the scale thing, right? Bullhorn does about a 350 million in ARR, which is annual recurring revenue. Oh, yeah. And, and Bullhorn's worth over 2 billion bucks. So if, if they could sort of do it and we can like keep clipping them over the next 10 years. Even, even more genius. Don't get too cocky yet, my yeah. friend. I, I still have to, to give you my grade. So, so my i'm only i'm only angry that we're just now learning about you and knowing you cuz you are just a dude uh i appreciate the transparency i appreciate the confidence fuck yeah um i appreciate the bootstrap nature of your business i appreciate how you're so sort of cavalier about the marketing like yeah we yeah. put up a couple blogs uh you know people came to the door <laughs> like it, it's so cavalier because so many companies in our space are like banging their head against the wall about how to market and get people on the phone and you guys just sit back and and get calls apparently so uh i i certainly yeah. appreciate that but i think your marketing is smart i think you know pay-per-click people are obviously looking for alternatives uh, to the Big Mac, and you were sitting there as as in and out burger and ready to take that business. Um, so I, I certainly applaud that. The vision I think is fantastic. Um, I'm always I'm always shocked when we talk to new ATSs and and new companies where there are established players. And yeah. the, the initial thought is to say like, why the fuck would you do that? But you're in perfect case scenario of why you do that because a lot of these big players are failing their clients. And you can be there uh, in a business that's proven and take up the uh, the crumbs and hopefully make those crumbs into a big billion dollar cake, according to to your comments. Um, <laughs> I'll also add that you sort of painted over the reviews of some of these sites, but but I went out because you marketed it, and I was sort of semi expecting like, oh, I bet there's some some seated reviews, maybe some shenanigans going here, but. Every review I saw was thoughtful, uh, was five-star for the most part. I mean, you, you killed on the reviews, so you're clearly making your customers happy. You haven't taken a bunch of money, so you have a ton of flexibility. You have a huge global opportunity, and you have big players already hoping to give you money and buy the company. So Love it. I, yep. I can't find a reason to hate the company. I don't love the name, but fuck it. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> big, big applause for me as well, man. I, uh, Thanks a bunch. Best you. This, this, is a real, this has been really fun. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. 
Appreciate it, guys. Thanks a bunch. It was awesome being here. Not a problem. Excellent. So for our listeners who aren't on Google or aren't reading blogs on corporate websites, like they want to yeah. buy your shit, where, where do you send them? Yeah, just go to recruitcrm.io and you can either do a free trial or ask for a demo. 30% of people that buy us don't ever talk to us. So Yeah, or, or just dig in your pocket for some, some spare change and you'll probably be able to afford uh, yeah. <laughs> Chad, another firing squad in the can. Love it. Sean, thanks for joining us. We out. We out. This has been the Firing Squad. Be sure to subscribe to the Chad and Cheese podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you're a startup who wants to face the Firing Squad, contact the boys at chadcheese.com today. That's www.chadcheese.com. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transformed, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.